the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Check out monorail.com, America's affordable investment app made for conservatives who want to keep their hard-earned money with companies that share their value. Download the Monorail app today. Join it's Monorail. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring a ling. Hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas day. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Willie Nelson, is that Children correct? No. Alan Jackson. After oh, that's my second guess. And on every street corner. Well, everybody, we'll Dennis Prager here. The crew that works very hard to give you this show is off tomorrow. So this is my last pre-Christmas show. I guess... Sean is uh, not feeling well, and I, and I, I, hope, I hope he can stay for the whole show here. Hi, everybody. It's a pleasure to be with you. Uh, listen, I'm going to open up the lines here, whatever you'd like to raise. Since I'm not on live tomorrow, but there will be a best of, and therefore you should definitely tune in. I I think I could do months of best ofs and it would hold your attention. Yeah, Sean thinks years. And I'm not kidding. Because I try to make large points from the micro-issues that I might be discussing. The the day, an issue of the day, but there is a larger point. 1-8-Prager-776-877-243-776. So yesterday, for example, I brought to your attention Stanford sinking to a level of absurdity. There's sort of degrees of decline. And the the ultimate, aside from evil, the ultimate is when when you're you're laughable, when you're when you've made a mockery of yourself as Stanford has. It's a very sad thing for me to say because at one time universities were a jewel in America, and it's not long. And now they are the anti-jewel, if you will. <laughs> I, I actually looked through the entire Stanford, what is it called? Stanford Guide to Acceptable Words, I believe that is the name, or an Index of Forbidden Words. Actually, I want I, I read to you yesterday some of them. 
And I, I only, only the ones that the Wall Street Journal editorial here, it's titled, uh, editorial noted, Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative. The Elimination of Harmful, of Harmful Language Initiative, E-H-L-I, is a multi-phase, multi-year project to address harmful language at Stanford. At Stanford. So uh, it, it's, it's gigantic. It, it, it's, it's listed, for example, ableist. Ableist language is language that is offensive to people who live with disabilities and or devalues people who live with disabilities. Notice, by the way, you can no longer say a disabled person, a person who lives with disabilities. Do you, do you know of a difference? Oh, yes, I see. The difference is the person is not disabled. The person merely has disabilities. Okay, I understand the intent on that. So uh, you can no longer call a person an addict. This is, again, from Stanford. Rather, person with a substance use disorder. Okay. Addicted. Instead of saying someone is addicted, the language that you should be using is hooked or devoted. Devoted. (laughs) He is devoted to alcohol. Uh, Is that precious? That's what I say. They've made a mockery of themselves at Stanford. So a Stanford professor or student should not say about someone he or she is addicted. Rather, hooked. Why is hooked better? Do you understand why, Mr. McConnell? No, this is addicted that is bad. Addict is a separate category. This is addicted, hooked, or devoted. Devoted. (laughs) Right. Devoted. He's laughing. Basket case. You can't say somebody is a basket case. At Stanford, that is now forbidden. You can't say, you know, he's a basket case. So guess what the the proper term for someone who is a basket case is? You know, you must understand this is serious. It's one of the most prestigious universities in the world that has become a farce. Did one professor at Stanford speak up against this? Maybe, but I'm not aware of it. Nervous. Instead of saying basket case, you should say he's nervous. What was wrong, by the way, uh, with basket case? Do you have any idea? Originally referred to as one who has lost all four limbs and therefore needs to be carried around in a basket. I didn't know that. (laughs) Who cares? It's like the people who call me up and, and say, oh, this holiday or that has pagan origins, so I won't celebrate it. It doesn't matter. It's what it's become that matters. Who knows what basket case originally meant? Anyway, it's not literal. It's a way of saying this guy's a loser. Is loser better? Guy's a basket case. I'm going to start using it now. 
I, I, I just, just to rile Stanford. That's right, Hunter Biden was devoted to crack. It's a beautiful thing. It's a devotion. It was a daily devotion. That is correct. And he was never a basket case. He he was he was nervous. Blind review or a blind study. You can't say that because unintentionally perpetuates that disability is somehow abnormal or negative, furthering an ableist culture. So you cannot say that blind is abnormal or negative. It's normal and positive. Lucky you. You're blind. How many Americans know how how much Stanford has sunk? How many parents are so thrilled when their kids go to this wasteland? Because they want their kids to make a lot of money. You don't think this will damage your child? It might not. It might not. There are kids who actually escape Stanford or or Columbia or Yale, Penn, uh, with their values and decency intact. But many don't. Isn't that amazing? You can't say a blind review or a blind study because it perpetuates the myth that blindness is abnormal or negative. Committed suicide. You can't say somebody committed suicide. I don't even know why. You say, you, this is what you should say at Stanford. He died by suicide, not he committed suicide. What's the difference? He died by suicide. I guess it, it sort of implies he didn't do it. He died by suicide. Can you say he drowned or do you say he died by drowning? That's right. It is exactly like that. When the kid says, oh, it spilled. The grape juice spilled on the white tablecloth. I didn't spill it. Able, what, is the, what is the objection at Stanford? Ableist language that trivializes the experience of people living with mental health conditions. Why is committed suicide trivialize anything? There are as many administrators at Stanford as there are students. The difference is minimal. Dennis Prager, return. I'd like to introduce you to Monorail, America's investment app that takes you from where you are to where you want to be. Monorail is an investment and savings app that is made for patriots by patriots. Doesn't matter whether you're an Apple fan or if you prefer Android, Monorail is available in both environments and online at monorail.com. Monorail is safer for users with bank-level encryption and biometrics. Your money is protected with Monorail through Securities Investor Protection Corporation and the FDIC. 
No matter how you engage with Monorail, you're getting the security and safety that you need. Whether you're adding funds to your investment account, looking to buy a stock, or putting money aside for future purchases. With Monorail, you can put your money where it matters and utilize the economic power that built this country. Don't go somewhere else to trade stocks. Monorail gives you the freedom to purchase whole or fractional shares in companies you believe in. It only takes five minutes to download the app and set up. Join the pro-America money movement. Join Monorail. Santa bring my baby back to me. The Christmas tree is ready. The candles are glow. But with my baby far away, the good is a mistletoe. Oh, Santa. Yeah, a baby. Santa, a baby, Santa had a baby. This is the new lyrics for our progressive age. Santa had a baby. Yep, We're pregnant. That's why. Oh, that's why he's so heavy. The guy's like permanently pregnant. I never thought of that. Hey, welcome to the show, y'all. Final time of my appeal here. We've gone over the, what we promised, so let's keep delivering. The Angel Tree campaign. There's a a banner at DennisPrager.com. Give charity. Give something. is a beautiful thing to do. You'll be happier a human being the moment you do it. The trick is to get yourself to do it. This brings a gift to a kid who has a parent in prison. And they give him some religious stories. That way, it gives the kid hope. So it's the Angel Tree campaign. The banner is at DennisPrager.com. $25 takes care of a kid. $250,000 takes care of a thousand kids. I want to thank Sean for his contribution to the Dennis Prager Show. All right, the banner for Angel Trees at my website, DennisPrager.com. My wife had a good line many years ago about these professors and, and administrators. They have too much time on their hands. Well, that's, that's a, a different way of saying what I, I have offered as my... Uh, equation of our time affluence plus secularism equals boredom and leads to mischief which is leftism affluence plus secularism very bad combo because the two things that gave people meaning religion and working for the next meal are gone they're affluent. They don't have to worry about the next meal. They have to worry about where they'll buy another house or, or even not that rich. doesn't matter. They don't have to worry about a meal. The people worried about a meal are not worried about not saying ableist language. They actually think that blind is abnormal and a disability. All right, so let's see what else. This is really something. This is what is given out by Stanford. How long will it take? I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. How long will it take for people to associate universities with idiocy? 
with, with often bad people and almost always with fools. When will they stop thinking, oh, I have to have a college fund for my kid? Maybe you don't. You can't say, you can't say crazy. That's on the list. Can't say crazy at Stanford. So what is the what should you use? They give you substitutes. You should use surprising or wild. Is that unbelievable? That guy who uh, that guy who just uh, killed six people. He is crazy. No, he is surprising. The self-mockery at Stanford is so deep. If you have a kid at Stanford, I hope this troubles you. You're probably thinking, ah, come on, my, kid, my kid's not going to fall for this. Oh, really? How do you know? How do you know? Did you that prepare that your child that well? Interesting. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's incredible crazy it's ableist language that experiences of people it it trivializes the experiences of people living with mental health conditions it does that's crazy so when i say that this list is crazy should i what i should say is it's surprising but it's not surprising it comes from a university especially an elite one can't say crippled, of course. And what else? You can't say dumb. Oh, that is really dumb. Can't say that either. Nothing is crazy and nothing is dumb. Dumb, you should say, is non-vocal or non-verbal. What a non-vocal idea. It's, they say that they had multiple professors working multiple, I don't know, what is it, years on this list. I believe that. No one person could have come up with something so dumb. Oh, excuse me, something so non-vocal. Oh, you can't have handicap parking anymore. No handicap parking at Stanford. Instead, accessible parking. The problem is... All parking is accessible. Doesn't mean anything. Handicapped space. Eh, 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 eh. Nobody's handicapped. Yep, it's accessible place. Insane. Can't use that anymore. Back to surprising. Yes. Well, we no longer say insane asylum, but if we did, we would have to say surprising asylum. Yes. Nobody's insane. Get it? Nobody. Lame. Can't use that. Boring or uncool. Mentally ill. Oh, my God, that's out. Person living with a mental health condition. All right. Oh, we can't use OCD. Nope, can't do that. Instead, detail-oriented. The problem is detail-oriented is a compliment. OCD 
is a problem. <laughs> so the guy washes his hands 18 times a day. He's detail-oriented. See, you have to understand what is at the core here, a lie. These are all lies. Because truth is not a left-wing value. I say it every single day because every single day I have another example. OCD is detail-oriented. One's a compliment and one is a mental, mental illness. It's not an insult. Stanford University. We'll be back in a moment. MyPillow is excited to bring you their biggest bedding sale ever and just in time for Christmas. For a limited time, get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98, and rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts of the year happening now. They're also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code Prager, or call 800-761-6302. You'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98, and get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Oi Chanukah, oi Chanukah, ayon tefashener, alustiger afreilicher nidon o chazener, alle nacht in dreidl spielen mir, zu die Keselatkes essen mir, geschwinder, zind kinder, die schwinder sind alachon. It's been Hanukkah since Sunday night, eight days. I have a piece up at Fox News explaining Hanukkah and how it saved Western civilization, ultimately. You'll find it, I think, fascinating. It's, again, it's up at Fox News, my, uh, my column explaining Hanukkah. In fact, I end uh, with, an, with a suggestion. Everybody should light the candle every, uh, every night for eight nights because the consequences of the Jewish rebellion against the, the Greek tyrant Antiochus IV were universal. This was understood by the founders of the country. As John Adams put it, the Hebrews did more to, to create civilization than any other group. I fear that anti-Semitism might rear its head in America for the first time in any large measure. With the breakdown of Judeo-Christian norms, there will be an anti-Judeo. Jews who wanted to have a radically secular society may get what they aimed for and then regret it. And that's sad, but that is what I believe, and of course I'm saying it as a Jew. 
All right, let's see here. Uh, Phil in La Cañada, California. Hello. Um, I have a minor complaint. The I think, uh, well, first of all, I agree with you that most of the words that they have on the list are ridiculous. But I think you're miscategorizing the list. At no point do they say these words are forbidden. Uh, basically, they're trying to uh, make things easier for people. For instance, the, the dumb. Uh, I'm looking at what they uh, printed here. Um, dumb uh, was used to you used to uh, describe a person who was unable to speak, as in deaf and dumb. And they're just saying in the in whatever context you're using, uh, it's preferable not to say dumb but nonverbal. They're not saying that you can't call someone dumb or an idea dumb. No, but they they are. I I I know you you mean well, and you can't believe that they would be that silly, or if you oh, will, no, that a dumb. Of it, a lot of what they have. No, no, no. I, I, I no, I'm, I'm talking specifically about the one you raise. If mm-hmm. they said, in the context of a person not being able to speak, you should say nonverbal rather than dumb. That that would be fine. That's not what they're saying. the The implication is a universal ban on the word "dumb." Again, it's not a ban. It's okay, so let me. All right, that's a very fair uh, objection, and I'll tell you my response. At the university, first of all, they use the word elimination. Elimination is not a suggestion, and you're right, it is not a legal ban. They can't legally ban it. But at the university, when they tell you not to use language and you start using it, uh, you find yourself gradually in a minority and ultimately canceled. And I, I promise you that most professors... Uh, will start using this new language. He didn't commit suicide. He died by suicide. Listen, uh, they're now changing. On this list, it says no longer use preferred pronouns. Use pronouns. I would make you a friendly bet, Phil, of of $100. Because we live not far from one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would bet you that within one year, they no longer say preferred pronouns at Stanford, but rather pronouns. I'm too smart to take that bet. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. You're probably right. I mean, it, All right, uh, so, one, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, there's one example that is flat out wrong. There's a phrase, um, I'll try and use it, uh, to go all out on something is balls to the wall. Yeah. They say you can't use that right. because, yeah, but they're totally wrong. In aviation, uh, your controls, especially the mixture and power control, it's it's a uh, it's kind of a, a knob or a ball that if you pull out to have it off. Oh, so it doesn't mean testes. Not at oh, all. Oh, that is cool. All right. <laughs> I did I I I'd not been familiar with the phrase to begin with. All right, thank you for the call. Depending on what you're celebrating or both, 
Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Hey everybody, Dennis Prager here. I have a man that I have great admiration for, and I have been in my way. Others have done way more than me, way more than I. I I like grammar. And uh, he is in prison. I've been speaking to him in prison, John Mellis. He entered the Capitol on January 6th of 2021, and he has now been in prison nearly two years in America. If you entered the Capitol, uh, you are more likely to be imprisoned than if you kill somebody. It does more or less come to that. John Mellis is still in prison. John... Uh, when I I don't normally say to people how are you because it's just a way of saying hello, but I really am curious how are you. Oh, I'm uh, well. Uh, I'm okay, uh, as, as good as I can be, I guess. Uh, but uh, first, I, I just want to say thank you, Mr. Prager, and, and happy Hanukkah. Uh, it's been an honor. It's an honor to be back on your on your show. Um, I really appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to bring awareness to the inhumane and unconstitutional conditions we J6ers have been suffering for almost two years. I'm also very grateful you have helped us raise public awareness to the circumstances surrounding the death of Roseanne Boyland at the hands of uh, police on January 6th, and that over a dozen men, including myself, are facing uh, serious prison time for trying to save her life. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for all of that. And um, it, it, it really does. Uh, you know, I, I can go into the, the uh, conditions here at the jail for the last two years. I mean, uh, I have not seen my family. Uh, there's no visitation, no video visitation allowed for us J6ers. We're all in the same pod together. So there's about 20 of us right now at this jail in the pod together. Uh, our pod does not get visitation or video visitation. The rest of the jail does in-person visits and video visits. We don't. We don't get any of that. Um, we, uh, we have been uh, subjected to, um, you know, uh, 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 occasional beatings by the uh, correctional officers, uh, one of which I can speak more about in a minute. Um, the, um, it happened on Labor Day. It was uh, one of the more recent ones. Um, but, um, you know, we've, we've had, uh, we have black mold. We deal with black mold everywhere in this place. Uh, the water is brown and, and yellow, whatever day, you know, uh, it's, it's terrible. It's our drinking water. Uh, it smells terrible. Um, the grievance process here is, is broken. Uh, there's no, there's no recourse for any of our, our complaints. Uh, and every, every time there's a judgment against this jail, whether it's in court this jail being held in contempt for denying cancer treatment to certain inmates, or uh, whether it's, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, that they lost their federal contract. It was a snap inspection uh, the U.S. Marshals did last year, and they about 200 federal inmates out of this jail before the jail was able to salvage it. Anytime there's a judgment or anything bad that happens to this jail because of us, our food is then poisoned uh, for the next several days. Our, our food trays will be uh, spiked with cleaning chemicals. 
Um, I've even experienced several of the guys, including myself, have uh, been um, attempted. They, the jail staff have attempted to frame us with um, threatening uh, letters. Uh, so they're like terroristic threatening letters with white powdery substances in them sent to federal judges in our names. And I was interviewed by the U.S. Marshals about this, and they knew when I, before I even got in the room for them to interview me, interview me about this, they, all, they, were, they already knew I was being framed. And they, they believed it was a correctional officer. They know it's a correctional officer because the envelopes are printed with a computer, and no inmate has access to that kind of technology. So, I mean, the list goes on. I mean, I, I, the beatings are really crazy. Um, you know, a few days after uh, Joe Biden was on stage, bathed in red, flanked by two Marines, telling America that MAGA Republicans are the enemy of the people, just a few days later on Labor Day, Ronald McAbee, uh, J6er in this jail, he's been moved out now because of this, he was going to get his morning meds with no mask on. Uh, and uh, Lieutenant Lancaster sprayed him with mace three times, the guards slammed him on the ground and uh, sprayed him point blank as he was being restrained. He was nonviolent. He was completely nonviolent. And um, they, they do this regularly to us. This is just one of many, many instances that this. But uh, another side note on this is that Ronald McAbee is a former sheriff's deputy. He's a cop. And he's being held. They're trying to give him 10 years in prison because he tried to help Roseanne Boyland. He was right there with us. Um, you know, I, I mean, I could just go on and well, on. Well, let's begin with the atrocity that you have not been uh, brought to a courtroom. You've just been languishing in, in, in a jail cell for trespassing. Did I, did I lose John? I guess I did. wonder if they uh, disconnected him. Hmm. Do you guys have a number to try him again? Why don't you do that? Is it isn't a uh, a speedy trial a constitutional right for a, for an American? Did he hurt anybody? And in when I said that you're more likely to be in prison th- than if you killed somebody because people who kill people they're unless it's some mass murder or some some atrocity that's on video and even then it's not guaranteed uh, you you do get uh, a bond you you, you uh, then you come back on uh, for a trial okay so john what happened oh i thought you were I, I thought you were signaling that he's on what were you signaling to me you were signaling that you're close? <laughs> I see. Okay. All right. We have in the United States of America, for the first time in, in my experience, political prisoners. There's a, an institution called Freedom House, which lists countries by levels of freedom. I, I haven't looked there for many years, I don't know if they still exist, but if they do, America should not be on the free list. It should be it should not should not be on the unfree list. It should be in the mid in the middle. It's called partially free. This is what the left has done to a free country. 
the sadism is quite remarkable. Uh, they are not allowed. They enter the capital. Murderers and rapists can get visits, but these people cannot get visits from relatives, friends, video calls. So, John, what happened? I guess we don't have him. You keep telling me we have him, but we don't have him. Okay, I don't know what happened, my dear friends. Maybe they disconnected his connection because he mentioned a correction off. John, what happened? I'll ask again. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, what happened? Do you have any idea why we were disconnected? I don't know. All of the phones went out for just a, a moment. This happened exactly, the, this act, that, that exact thing happened last time I was being interviewed by you too, remember? Um, mm-hmm, I do. But, um, yes, sir. I, I just want to point out one, one small thing to your audience, that everything that I'm talking about with you today and uh, any time I've ever spoken to you is on my website. It is wearegoodmen.com. You can go check that website out, wearegoodmen.com. And uh, we've got videos, evidence, we've got uh, interviews with different J6ers, we've got written testimonials from J6ers. Uh, I mean, all of it is there. Uh, Wearegoodmen.com. Please, folks, please. Do you get to use a computer and see who visits? No, I don't have access to a, uh, a computer. We have uh, these uh, tablets that uh, we we uh, we have access to, like messages, so I can message my family, kind of thing, on like a text message, kind of thing. Um, but we don't have access. You're to not you're not allowed on the internet. No, sir. No, sir. My my girlfriend uh, Kelly uh, runs the website, and and uh, right. By the way, I met your girlfriend Kelly in Phoenix this past weekend when I spoke for TPUSA. And she, she loves so well, uh, I could see why you love her. I'll tell you that she, she has everything going for her. And I, I thank God that she is in your life. I, I can't tell you how, how happy I was to meet her. She's vivacious. She's intelligent. She's beautiful. I, my, it was, it made my day. I want her to know this. I want you to know this. Because you you deserve the best. We'll be back with uh, John Mellis, who is in prison for no good reason. Are you a successful loan officer in the mortgage business looking to grow your business in 2023? Are you looking for a dynamic and supportive work environment with a team I trust? Are you looking for a wonderful culture with people who share your values? Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian of AndrewandTodd.com are looking for experienced loan officers to join their team. They're looking for people who value their clients and are solution-based problem solvers. Maybe you've worked in an environment that treats loan officers and their clients like a number and you're ready for a real and meaningful change. They have offices in Southern California, but service clients nationwide. So whether you're in California or out of state, I invite you to talk to them about joining their team. Call them at 888-888-1172. That's 888-888-1172. Or click the Join Our Team button at andrewandtodd.com. John Mellis is in prison for almost two years for entering the Capitol on January 6th. He's never been given a hearing. 
as I said, murderers and rapists are given hearings. But uh, not only has he not been given a hearing, he has not been allowed to receive a visit from a relative or friend. He can't even do video. That's sadism. The, the left is despicable, as I've told you all of my life. There's a viciousness at the core of leftism that uh, is consistent wherever the left is in power. I'm not talking about liberals. Liberals are weak, but they're not vicious. The, the cruelty of, of, uh, of these people is really remarkable. I, I did not know. You can't even get a video call from a family member. Don't you, don't you have children? No video visits, no uh, no visitation. When you uh, ask them why no written. why no video visits, what is their answer? Um, with these exact tablets that I just told you about, where we can message our families like a text message, uh, in other jails, the exact same model, make and everything does video visitation. So they have the capability to allow us to do it. They just don't, and they give us all sorts of excuses. I, I have to correct you on something that you said. Um, I, uh, I never went inside the Capitol building. Um, I was on the Lower West Terrace, and I witnessed the uh, uh, trampling and beating to death of Roseanne Boyland at the hands of police. I tried to intervene, and uh, I've been held without bond, not even a bond, like you said, not even a bond hearing, not even a hearing to decide whether I get a bond for almost two years. Uh, and I also want to just mention real quick that we have uh, we spent about – uh, a year of this two years on solitary confinement that is 23 hours or 22 hours at maximum in our in our in our cell every day uh that was the first year we we were locked up so so um jamie raskin congressman jamie raskin was on 60 minutes or something the other week and said we're not just snatching these people off the street and putting them on solitary confinement that was a complete and utter lie they are doing well truth that. is they not a left-wing value i mean i just this is it's another example Yes, they, they 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 march to their own moral code, which is whatever we feel is right is right, and we can trample on other human beings. That is the every leftist thinks that way. Not every liberal. Yes, I always make that distinction. But I, if I, you yes. don't think that way, you're not a leftist. And uh, yes, look, uh, look, Alan Dershowitz. I'm just saying this for the for the benefit of my listeners. So, so forgive me, forgive me for one moment. Alan Dershowitz, lifelong liberal lawyer, voted for Hillary Clinton, voted for Joe Biden, said on my program and said to me at a public forum in Los Angeles a few a few months ago, he has lost every single friend. He he every single friend of his life because he ha, he defended in the court in court uh, Donald Trump. They don't believe that people they don't agree with deserve defense. You you are in that category. What can anybody do on your behalf? Um, well, um, I, I, you know, it, it, if we want a public defender, I had a public defender last year. I uh, fired him the day he told me that Roseanne Boylan got what she deserved because all these public defenders are, 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 are really crazy and they hate us. So I fired him that day and I was able to retain a paid lawyer, but these guys cost over $100,000. So I am trying to raise money to afford uh, my legal costs. So how, how does one how does one donate? 
Yes, sir. There's, uh, there's uh, two. Uh, well, you can go to wearegoodmen.com, click the Featured Patriots button, and my Give, Send, Go, my picture will be there, John Mellis. Uh, or you can go directly to it. It is justiceforj6johnny.com. That is Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, justiceforj6johnny.com. Um, but um, I, I just want to point out, you, you said, you know, uh, 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 virtue is not one of the leftist values. The prosecutors try to say that I went to J6 uh, Jan- January 6th to cause violence. I went there for a peaceful protest, uh, and I can prove that through videos that are on that website, wearegoodmen.com. Roseanne Boyland was killed right in front of me, uh, and I tried to help. An hour prior to that, I was right next to Officer Fanon when he, was, uh, when he fell into the crowd. He actually walked out into the crowd on his own accord, and everyone in the crowd, including myself, was trying to protect this man and yelling and helping and being very, very, very protective and helpful to Officer Fanon. I took video of this. I was about 10 feet away. And you can watch this on wearegoodmen.com. The footage is clear. We were all trying to protect Officer Fanon, and he has been uh, selling books uh, saying the otherwise. So I I just want to point that out. I went there with peaceful intentions to to protest peacefully. Uh, I protected and I helped many people protect an officer uh, that day. And then an hour earlier, Roseanne Boyland or an hour later, Roseanne Boyland was being trampled and beaten by police, and I, I, I tried to help her as well, along with over a dozen other men. And we have, have any of your J6 students. colleagues, friends, have any of them had a hearing? Um, uh, so they keep, some of them have gone to trial, some of them have had some hearings. They, call, they do these status hearings, so they just like go in and say hi to the judge and then get scheduled again for another status hearing, kick it down the road, kick it down the road. Uh, there's something called a speedy trial, uh, and they, they waive it. Uh, the public defenders will waive it, even when J6ers are saying, I don't want to waive it, their public defender will waive it. Uh, the prosecutors are always asking that the judge waive the speedy trial law or whatever. I guess they have to do a trial within a certain amount of days unless they waive this. Against all protestations, the judges waive these things. The prosecutors get what they want every single time. And uh, we're just not the, If This is all Washington, D.C. judges? <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Washington, oh, yeah, D.C. is the is the focal point of corruption in America. And the judges are like the judges in Stalin's Soviet Union. They serve the state. They don't serve justice. Yes, sir. It's, I, it's, I, I it, point it's out, painful you know, to say all this. Go ahead. Yes, sir. I don't want I don't want to be treated unfairly. I want fair treatment under the law. I wa- we wa- we all watched the country burn uh, all uh, over 600 or 1000 riots in the summer of 2020, but there's one in particular that I want to bring your audience's attention to. The White House was stormed by Democrats in the summer of 2020. They burned St. John's Church down that night. They injured over 100 federal officers that night, and they also forced the president of the United States Donald Trump into a bunker that night and the only thing that happened the next day nobody was hunted down nobody was arrested nobody paid the consequence for that because they were democrats all they did the mainstream media nancy pelosi chuck schumer they all laughed at president trump and made fun of him for having to be evacuated to a bunker they put his life at risk every single time and they laughed at him yeah all right hold on there john i gotta take a break I just want to remind people, look it up, how many months 
left-wing protesters took over the state capitol in Madison, Wisconsin. Nothing happened. John Mellis, wearegoodmen.com. The Dennis Prager Show. Through the streets covered white with snow, happy smiles everywhere you go. Christmas night in Harlem. Hi, everybody. I have, I believe, John Mellis's mother on the line, Donna Mellis. Donna, hello. Yes, I'm here, and uh, happy Hanukkah, and to everybody else, Merry Christmas. I, I'm afraid that in a few years we're not going to be allowed to say that. I understand your fear. Right now, we're allowed legally, but we're not allowed socially. No, no, yes. no pilot will wish, no flight attendant will wish their their passengers a Merry Christmas. Um, I, I haven't stopped saying it. Me neither. Uh, it. Anyway, tell me about your uh, hope, tell me about your son. I'm very proud of him. Uh, I I believe that God puts people in place to take care of certain things, and as bad as this is, I I think God has put him there to go through this to end up doing good for other people. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble holding tears back. I haven't seen him in almost two years. Uh, and I'm Be- because the Democratic Party is sadistic. Aside from I'm, corrupt, I'm very grateful it, it's, for it's, Kelly. they're cruel. I'm very grateful for Kelly. She has done what I could not possibly do. And I appreciate that. Uh, I, 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 sorry. The last time I saw him, the FBI had surrounded my house at 5.30 in the morning uh, with a tactical team. Uh, I'm, I'm handicapped, and I was in a scooter, and my husband, um, who has since passed away, uh, they woke, Jonathan came in the bedroom and said, Mom, the FBI is here, and my house was surrounded. They had shotguns with the red target pointed at us at the door, hollering at us to come out. Um, he went out quietly, and they searched my house. I believe they were only supposed to search his room, but their excuse was they had to make sure there was nobody else in the house that could shoot them. Um, my husband did not do well after they took Jonathan away. I watched him deteriorate every day. He would sit in his, his office and just cry, and I never saw him like that. And he died. A couple of months later, they would not let Jonathan come home for his funeral. Really? That, that's something. Yeah. Well, God bless you. You, uh, you obviously have a lot of support, and I am among them. When you vote Democrat, this is what you get. Period. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio.
This is the beginning of the greatest piece of music perhaps ever written, if there's such a thing as the greatest piece of music. Handel's Messiah. And it is appropriate, as this is the final segment of my show prior to Christmas. Tomorrow we're all off, but you can hear my show because we're going to have a best of, which turns out to be big hits whenever we play them. Handel's Messiah. There's nothing, the secular world has never produced music like, mu- music like that. I mean, Beethoven is, is phenomenal and he's secular, but he, he lived in a religious world. The secular world produces music. Sean, I want you to uh, uh, go to find Stockhausen and put on an excerpt of the music of Stockhausen. He's a very big hit in the middle of the 20th century. When you think the descent of from Handel's Messiah to Stockhausen, uh, you get an idea of what secularism produces. It's a dead end. Now that's a melody you walk away humming. (laughs) I picked the winner, I gotta say. (laughs) You, by the way, I didn't even tell him what to choose. It's not like I picked the worst. He just randomly went on the internet and... We have to use this more often. <laughs> this this should this is the musical anthem of the American university. It does sound better when the orchestra's warming up. Right. Now we we were told that this is great music. You have to understand, I follow music, I conduct orchestras, as many of you know. I'm very serious uh, a musician. I'm very serious about music, and I I read the the music world. They adored Stockhausen in, in his heyday in the second half of the twentieth century. That was great. I I can't get over what a winner. You got to keep that on file when you think you go from Hallelujah the Hallelujah Chorus in Handel's Messiah to that, you have an oral, A-U-R-A-L, embodiment of the decline of the West after abandoning God and the Bible. You can be an atheist and recognize this. You don't have to be a believer. This is not a statement of faith. It's a statement of fact. It's like when they banned praising teachers. You know that the prayer that they banned in 1962, the Supreme Court of the United States, which really, that's what ushered in, not Roe v. Wade. The the decline of America can be dated to 1962 and the idiotic, completely society-destroying decision that you can't have prayer in school. The prayer was that uh, God bless, uh, that asking God's blessings on one's uh, uh, parents, teachers, and uh, 
and I don't remember what else. But as I have said, we America went from blessing teachers to cursing teachers in a, in one generation, thanks to the morons on the U.S. Supreme Court, who really hurt this country, maybe uh, maybe fatally. We don't know yet. That's why you got to fight. Oh my God. That's that's a good summary. That was precious, I gotta say. You have to keep that. I I could listen, there are visual expressions of Stockhausen. And I believe Jackson Pollock, which many of you have loved, that's fine. I don't I don't hold it against you, but don't fool yourselves that this is that this is inspiring or great or beautiful or profound art. Man stood on a ladder and threw paint on a canvas. That people then find this to be meaningful uh, is uh, equivalent to believing masks work. People believe what they want to believe. So, my friends, I'm going to take whatever is on your mind and... Uh, being that this is the last hour prior to the Christmas break here, but I am on tomorrow. Not live, but I am on tomorrow. I just wanted you to know. All right. Matthew Greer, South Carolina. Hello. Hey, Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had had the opportunity to meet you when you came to Greer, and I gave you a letter, and I gave you a cigar, and the letter was in reference to the censorship on the Internet. And I just wanted to tell you that I heard the first Mellis interview that you did, and I was so moved, distraught, whatever you want to call it, that I had to get the word out. And I apologize for this, sir, but I posted that interview on my YouTube channel. <laughs> and it can't. It, nobody sees it. The view count won't budge. I, I share it and share it. Others have shared it. Comments don't show up. And this is not an injustice to me. This is an injustice to those men. And I just can't believe we're having this conversation in America. I well, that's why it. I want people to, to go to his website, wearegoodmen.com. I checked it out. It, it comes up immediately. Don't put spaces between words if you're not familiar with the Internet. Wearegoodmen.com. Keep trying, my friend. You're doing a good thing. San Gabriel, California. Jeffrey, hello. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, back to a previous hour discussing Stanford and the elimination of certain words. You mentioned yesterday that master was one of them, which made me think the rest of the day, what are they going to do with their master's program? Yeah, I, I wondered that yesterday. I, I said, you, are you not going to get a master's in, in some subject? I, I don't know what they're going to do. Because you can no longer say I master a subject. And yet they're keeping. Look, uh, there there are so many of these dilemmas. How come Columbus, Ohio, has allowed itself to keep the name Columbus? They probably officially don't even celebrate Columbus Day in Columbus, Ohio. They probably have Indigenous Peoples Day. Why does Columbia University keep the name named after Columbus? Columbia is named after Columbus, not the country Columbia. Columbia, the country, is spelled C O L O. Columbia is spelled like Columbus, C-O-L-U. They're phonies. 
because they'd lose a fortune of money, Columbia University, if they dropped their name. But they're big supporters of dropping the holiday. Screw the country, but we want more money at Columbia. So I don't know if they'll drop a master's program. Yes, they should. They don't want to. Uh, they don't want to reveal uh, what they're really about to a lot of people. All right, let's see here. Oh, talk about Columbus, Ohio. Hello, Sandy in Columbus, Ohio. Hello. Rabbi Prager, I am your biggest fan. Thank you. I'm thank you for the ordination. And I love the Exodus series on Jordan Peterson. Oh, I good. can't wait until it takes back up in January. It's it's been it's been great. A friend recommended it. Wonderful. Thank you. I'll tell him. On the Daily Wire. Yep, yep. So I just wanted to clarify, uh you said there were no gulags yet. I think this whole January 6th conversation proves that there are. If there are, if there are people for two years in solitary with no uh, You're right. Trial, You're right. It seems that, like a gulag yeah. to me. Well, it, it, look, gulag killed tens of millions of people, so I, 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 I'm always wary of overstating something. But it has the beginnings of it. In principle, it, it is a state prison, just like gulag was. But since tens of millions were killed there, I, I don't use the term yet. It's bad enough what they are doing. Solitary confinement is a torture. Murderers are treated better by the Democratic Party than dissenters. And yet liberals continue to vote Democrat. We return in a moment. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Spectacular parts of the greatest work perhaps ever written, Handel's Messiah, followed closely by the Goldberg variations of Bach. Oh, God, it's hard for me to have this stop. Mm, mm. It's so uplifting. I always think when I watch the performers at a Handel's Messiah, chorus, the, the soloists, and the orchestra, most of whom are probably secular individuals, are they moved by the lyrics and the music of Handel's Messiah? I don't know the answer, but I always wonder that. How, how do you participate in this glorious music and not be affected? Is there any secular music that is as affecting as that? 
You have Zanakis ready? I mean, not Zanakis. That's another one. You have uh, Stockhausen ready? This is, this is, we were told this is important music. You have no idea how revered this composer is. This is his concerto for sneeze and fart. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at that. It's a good, good title. Good title. All right, let's see what else is on your uh, on your mind here. Uh, Spring Hill, Tennessee. Danny, hello. Hello. Hello, Dennis. Hello. I just want to tell you, you met my son, Parker, at AmFest um, this past weekend. And he sent me a text and he said, Mom, guess who I'm about to meet and get my picture taken with? And I said, "Uh, who? And he said, somebody you listen to religiously. And I said, Dennis Prager. And he said, yes. Well, I used to throw him in my car because he wouldn't nap. And I thought, well, I can't listen to my pop music. That will keep him awake. Rare as Dennis will put him to sleep. (laughs) I did. I'd never heard of you. I just hit (laughs) 790 AM. And um, every day I, because you were on from 12 to three, then I would listen to you. And now here we come full circle. And my son is so excited to get his picture taken with you. And he was like 15 months then. Well, I, I, I am, yep, yeah, I am very touched by that. God bless you. Merry Christmas. And give him a big hello from me. The number of comments I've gotten during my 40-year career broadcasting is, that are truly hilarious. I used to be on at night and in L.A. before I went national during the day. And frequently people would meet me you know, at a restaurant, in the street, whatever, and say, I just want you to know, I go to sleep with you every Sunday night. That was that was my first show, was on Sunday nights. And I, I, I didn't know what to, to make with that. Although my favorite in that regard was the woman who called me just a few years ago, said, I just want you to know, I, uh, I wake up with Hugh Hewitt and I shower with you. That was on the air. That was a. Uh, that, I'll never forget that call. All right. Let us see here. Pasadena, California. Steve, hello. Hi, Dennis. Hi. You know, uh, I I just have a question. I I I want to qualify this kind of lay a foundation for what I'm going to say. Listen, I I have. No doubt that when you speak that uh, you're honorable, forthright, you know, you, you try to do the right thing. You try to do the best thing. I believe that. That's why I listen to you. Look, I, I've spent 34 years as a federal agent. I'm retired. And uh, uh, 
counting military time, I spent 38 years in the feds, okay, as part of the federal criminal justice system. And, yeah, I realize people think we're all a bunch of liars and cheats. No, nobody thinks yeah. you're all. No, no, nobody thinks that. They think that the heads are a bunch of liars. They don't think well, that the average agent is a liar. But, you know, I was, uh, when I retired, I was a special agent charge okay and i ran an internal affairs component but i've been involved in criminal prosecutions all over all over the country all right i hear you so tell me tell me what okay so i this is my deal yeah in my world if you can't prove it it didn't happen and you know mr mellis was on the phone i'm not saying he wasn't telling the truth and i'm not saying that you're not but you know, criminal prosecutions or you cannot go to jail without there being a record of why you're there. Okay. We, why I, doesn't he have a hearing? That's the issue. No, no, no. My friend, that, that is the only issue here. The issue is not his I, guilt I, or innocence. I don't know, but, but this is the deal. You may be right that he didn't have a hearing, but I'm not willing to take that at face value. Okay, I, he says he didn't have a hearing. Well, you th- so- okay, but if he's in jail, wait a minute. If he's in jail, okay, he was arrested. That's a seizure. Okay, unlawful seizures are in violation of the Sixth Amendment to the That's right, and that's, that's what we claim right? has happened, and that's why we hope the Republican Congress will investigate. No, well, I hope so, but... How do you know? What have you done or seen that corroborates? Because that he hasn't had a hearing. That, that, that's what corroborates well, but, it. That, that, that's the whole issue, my friend. And, and and the fact that Washington juries and Washington judges uh, are as disposed to justice as Stalin's juries and ju- well, they didn't have juries; judges were. I, I feel for you because you devoted a life, and just as I totally uh, accept you at face value, as you do me, as honorable in intent, and I have no doubt that you were an honorable person involved in, 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 in law enforcement in this country. It has to be very difficult to see your profession smeared, not by its opponents. By the but by the people within it. We return. The Dennis Prager Show. There's nothing affirming about gender-affirming care, unless that is you think chemical castration, sterilization, and physical mutilation of children and young adults is a good thing. Kaylee White of the Independent Women's Forum examines the issue in the new video from PragerU. See it at PragerU.com where we teach what should be taught.
Arguably the greatest work of music ever written. Final pre-Christmas hour of my show, live. Tomorrow I'm on, but not live. It's worth hearing. But I figured Handel's Messiah would be the perfect piece with which to play the bumper music. And I've been contrasting it with what was considered great by the fools who consider themselves music critics. Sports writers, music critics, that whole crowd, movie critics, they're like cookie-cutter fools. Not always, not always been. I remember the 50 years ago, the New York Times had a music critic, Harold Schoenberg, who loved music. I don't think he thought Stockhausen was, was worth hearing. Got uh, got uh, a little more of Stockhausen there. That uh, what? What's the name of the piece? Ensemble en contemporain. Admit that my name for it was more more productive. Okay, thank you, Sean. That uh, that that juxtaposition of Handel and Stockhausen is the juxtaposition of religion and secular. Oh, Kadoki, let's see what else you would like to ask about. L. A. California Meyer, hello. Hello, it's me. That's clear. Are you aware of any study? Has any of your guests, has anybody demonstrated one scientific study to demonstrate that any vaccine has ever prolonged or extended the life of anybody? And specifically with regard to polio, has any vaccine used to prevent crippling, I'll call that polio, demonstrate to reduce the number of naturally occurring cripples. So what I'm eliminating in my, what I'm saying is experimental experimentation doesn't count. Natural studies, whether animal or man, demonstrating they improve survival. I don't believe there's any. All right, so let me respond uh, in a larger sense than, than the specifics, and I, I admit that, that I'm not answering you specifically, but I am answering you in a, in a broader sense. Until the last two years, I had considered any doubting of the efficacy of vaccines, like this staggering number given to children, any doubt about it, I, I thought was, I didn't think these people were bad. I thought they were eccentric. And that was it. And I paid no attention. I now trust Robert Kennedy Jr. more than I do the American Medical Association. That is what the the medical profession has done to this citizen in whose family are doctors. I have zero respect for the organized medical profession. I have great respect for some individual doctors, needless to say. 
and doctors have saved my life. I have said that many times. So if you said to me on a lie detector, are you more likely to trust Robert Kennedy on vaccines or the AMA on vaccines? The answer is now Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy Jr., to be precise. That's a big switch. There are tens of millions like me. When I read about, the, I think it was a physician in Oregon, and, and his noting that they've never actually compared kids who were vaccinated with non-vaccinated and incidents of autism, why didn't they ever make that test? Wouldn't it be reassuring? the chills. I can't, I, it so affects me. Handel's Messiah. Certainly if you are celebrating Christmas, you should learn this piece. And even if you're not, if you just love beauty and uplifting music, there's nothing like it. Just nothing like it. I have not succeeded in, 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 well, I don't know. It's a very tough word, have I succeeded? What does success mean? But I have not succeeded in bringing more people to classical music. (laughs) I fully acknowledge that. Even though I I was honored, I, I was the when I conducted a Haydn symphony at the at the Disney Concert Hall a few years ago, about four years ago, it was the only regional orchestra to ever sell out a concert. So I figured, I hope a lot of those of you who attended thought, wow, this is really gorgeous. I'm going to go home and listen to some. But it is a passion of mine that I would like to share If you don't fall in love with fountain pens, I can handle it. But if you don't fall in love with classical music, it's it's somewhat of a loss in your life, although I fully acknowledge that not everybody is made to love this music. Okay, let's continue here with what is on your minds. On the issue of the vaccine as raised earlier... They need to study all health outcomes over the long term, vaxxed versus unvaxxed. And that was a law, but they have they have ignored it for three and a half decades, and they have not been held accountable. I have lost all faith 
in the medical profession and in the medical journals. I mean, if the medical if a medical journal writes about colon cancer, I believe it. But if it writes about anything that has to do with society and now with vaccination, you see, you can't lie to people and then expect them to believe you. You lied about the vaccine, you lied about lockdowns, and you lied about masks. You ruined tens of millions of people's lives around the world. You brought hunger to vast numbers of people. You brought unemployment around the world. You ruined American kids' lives in the millions. They are more suicidal and depressed than ever because of your goddamn, excuse me for the language, I don't know why that's bad language, God should damn the lockdowns. I'll say, gee, damn, if that, if you prefer that. Uh, I'm allowed to get angry about evil, my friends. Evil was done to your kids. Evil, get it? They didn't do it in Sweden. And can't get more secular than Sweden. And uh, I'm, I'm reading about how fewer people today attend church than uh, ever in American history, in part because they got used to it because your pastor, priest, or rabbi was a sheep. That's why. And now they're paying the price. People aren't coming back. You unquestioningly obeyed secular authority. What the hell is your religion worth if that's all you do? Okay? I'm ticked more than I am at the secular sheep, at the religious sheep. If you obey secular authorities, and I'm thinking of all of you, including my dear beloved friends in the LDS Church, if there was one group I really counted on to say, we're not closing down, it was the Mormon Church. And you did too. Yep, that's the truth. And then they wonder, gee, why aren't we filling up the pews like we used to? What the hell do you stand for if you can't say no to Fauci? That's why. People know weakness when they see it, even if they just intuit it. Nobody said you had to force anybody to come to services. I held services. Seems that nobody died. Right? Yep. It's probably still available. You can even watch my Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur services. It was impossible to do uh, because I don't own a property. Churches own their own property. They can do what they want. But I'm not an official synagogue, so... My services had to find a venue, and there was no venue willing to have 400 people in 2020. In 2021, we did find a place. In fact, the wonderful church made it possible. (sighs) Okay, let's go on to... uh, more of your uh, questions or comments, or whatever you have to say here. 
let's see. San Antonio, Texas. Gary, hello. Hey, Dennis. Yep. I've heard you for years talk about the leftists and the liberals and the Democrats, and I'm sorry, but all my Democratic friends, they all believe anybody involved in January 6th should be jailed or shot, and that the Biden syndicate shouldn't be investigated. And there is no distinction in the last two days, I think, should prove it from what you had yesterday about people not being invited because the Democrats or the they voted for Trump. And I'm telling you, there's it's getting less and less of a distinction. Yeah, I, I, I think there's truth to that. It's getting less and less. famous chorus probably ever written hallelujah chorus from Handel's Messiah only a religious God touched individual could write such sublime music Dan, Bill, Al Ramon, Joan, Jack Rick and Peter I can't take your calls so from the bottom of my heart I hope that you have a meaningful Christmas or Hanukkah. A secular life is ultimately much emptier, has, by definition, far less hope. You should take religion seriously, even if you are an atheist or an agnostic or not affiliated with any given religion. And for those of you whose kids won't visit you because you voted Republican, my heart truly goes out to you. The double whammy of not seeing your child or grandchildren and believing that your beloved son or daughter turned out to be a jerk is painful, but I will say this. Never let your children hold your joy of life hostage. You have a life to live. Merry Christmas, my friends. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free every single day, become a member of Pragertopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives. 
as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 